0: Good morning, everybody, and um, welcome to Cuss Words and Chakras. So I decided to come on here because I haven't done a podcast in a while. And um, I wanted to talk about COVID just a little bit, but I also really wanted to touch on uh, the whole Black Lives Matter and police brutality and everything that's going on right now. So um, right now... We in California are starting to open up slowly. Our county, not all the counties, but um, I'm actually in San Joaquin County, and we are starting to open up slowly. Um, there's, you know, some restaurants that are open up with social distancing, some restaurants that aren't. Um, we have seen a peak in numbers of cases. I know one of the local hospitals just said they've had the most emissions um, they've ever had and due to COVID-19 since the pandemic started. And that was just published last week. Um, so, yeah, we're starting to see a little increase in numbers. Do I think we're going to see a huge um influx of patients. We're definitely going to see some more, but I don't think it's going to be this huge Spanish flu type um, crisis that so many people were worried about. Um, I think the flu season is going to be really bad. Um, We're definitely going to have more sick people with COVID in Um, the flu season. And I think the reason why is because a lot of us are going to get more lax on the hand hygiene. Um, A lot of us are going to be touching our faces. Uh, We're going to be back out to, you know, um, normal day activities of working, going to the gym, going out to eat, you know, shopping, just doing more stuff, you know, hanging out in groups, just doing more stuff that... We weren't originally doing. And then during the flu season, we're going to have people getting the flu plus COVID. So, definitely, I think everybody should just keep your hand hygiene up all the way through the months of October, November, December, and January, and just continue to treat it as the beginning of the crisis. Um, It's pretty sad you have to remind people. to try to wash their fucking hands, but, um, that is true, you do, and some people are just fucking nasty, um, <laughs> and those are the ones who will be transmitting the virus everywhere, you know, the whole mask thing, I know, you know, this whole, <laughs> Oh, God, I don't even know what to call them. I mean, I get it. You don't want to wear a mask. Um, shit, I don't want to fucking wear a mask either. They're uncomfortable. I don't want to wear a mask all 12 hours that I work, but I have to wear one, and I also have to wear, um, you know, sometimes eye goggles, a face shield, a whole fucking hot-ass gown. Um. So I think the public should, if they are able to get a cloth mask and they are going out and about and... um maybe around people who they may expose, like if they're visiting somebody who potentially could be sick or if they are, um, you know, possibly visiting somebody who has a weaker immune system or whatever, they should definitely try to wear a mask, especially like if you're in a crowded area. Um, definitely I would recommend wearing a mask. Will it prevent you from getting the virus? No. Um, But it will reduce the amount of droplets that are being spread if uh, two people have the mask on. Um, A lot of people say it's taking away their rights. (laughs) They're really fucking upset at Costco. Costco won't let them in without a mask. Um... Get over your fucking self. Wear the fucking mask. You know, if you're going to boycott Costco because you figure the Costco employees are there five days a week or three to five days, just like the grocery store employees who are there to most likely, you know, take care of getting food, getting fucking toilet paper, getting all the shit that you fucking need. And now you don't want to fucking wear a mask. Oh, fuck off. I mean, it's just fucking ridiculous. Just wear the goddamn mask. But you know, they can't breathe, (laughs) which to me is fucking crazy, but whatever. So, um, COVID is still here. Um, yeah, we're opening up, but it's still here. It didn't go anywhere. Um, right now the news media has just been saturated with, um, you know, the Black Lives Matter, um, what happened to George Floyd, And just basically exposing this country's injustice, racist, systematic system that has been going on for fucking years. And, um, you know, did I think something like this would eventually happen? Yes, um, because nothing's really changed too much when you think about it. Um, this country's still very segregated. I mean, we are. Um... You know, a lot of um, communities, like the black communities in the Bay Area, are extremely poor, Um, you know, and a lot of the white communities are, you know, doing just fine. So, um, I'm in like a suburb area, um, and I grew up in Oakland until I was like about 15. Um, I've had experiences with racism versus um people not liking my dad because my dad's mexican um seeing racism uh with friends actually feeling like people didn't want to hang out with me because i was um you know mexican and basically italian um but i've had experience where people haven't liked me because of my race um you know there's a lot of multicultural, biracial children in the Bay Area and sometimes it's really hard to fit in. And I know that sounds crazy, but it is because you aren't necessarily Mexican enough for the Mexican kids and you aren't white enough for the white kids. Um, so when I was in elementary school, my school was pretty uh, white and, and wealthy. It was in Oakland, but it was in the Oakland Hills and it was, you know, a pretty white wealthy school and they didn't like me. Most of the kids didn't like me. I had one friend who was my best friend at the time all through, um, all through, uh, elementary school and she was black. She was actually black and white, but, um, she was looked more African American than she did, um, white. Um, and me and her were best friends ever since, you know, like elementary school, through um, through junior college, uh, junior high, and we understood each other because she was like the only black kid at the school, and I was damn near the only Mexican kid at the school. This was um, basically a pretty nice school. So we had a lot of problems. Both of us had a lot of problems with other kids. Um, we were both being bullied. Um, we both didn't really fit in with the in crowd. <laughs> we just didn't really fit in with any crowd. And uh, at the time, my parents didn't make that much money. You know, I had some funky thrift clothes fines. My mom was dressed me a hot ass mess. And, um, you know, her parents were pretty poor too. So, uh, let's just say we weren't rocking the guest (laughs) jeans. So, um, yeah, so, you know, she was my best friend and, um, I really cared about her a lot. Um, and so I've seen racism growing up in Oakland where, you know, it's kind of hard to fit in. Um, then basically what ended up happening was I ended up going to a junior, uh, junior high that was in, uh, San Leandro and that was more diverse. Uh, there was more people like me, uh more multiracial kids, uh, more kids who didn't fit in, who then started to fit in. And, uh, junior high was good until, um, I got kicked out and I got kicked out for numerous reasons. Um, I was kind of like a troublemaker, um, my grandma died, and then our sc- school, because it was an interdistrict district school, because I was still living in Oakland, wouldn't let me continue to go there. So basically, I ended up going to Oakland schools. <clears throat> my Oakland school at the time was, um, was mostly black. Um, <clears throat> it was a poorer school, the school in my neighborhood, because I did live in a... Um, Not a bad, bad neighborhood of Oakland. Like if you are f- like from a city, you will see there's patches of areas that are good. There's patches of area that are like the hood. There's patches of area that are safer than others. And Oakland's kind of like that funny city where you could be like on one street and feel totally fine. And then literally five minutes later, you're in an area where it's very, um, possibly dangerous. They're selling drugs on the street, you know, just, um, it's a different, it's a different culture, you know, it's, it's a big city. So, um, I ended up going to a school that was, I would say pretty much, um, mostly black. um, I know I was definitely the only, um, Mexican and, uh, white kid in my class, in some of my classes, and I had a hard time fitting in there because, um, some of the black kids liked me, some of the black kids didn't like me, and none of the Mexican kids liked me. (laughs) That was fucking for sure. They made that shit, um, the few Mexican kids that were there- did not fucking like me. And they didn't like me because I didn't speak Spanish. And, you know, I wasn't going to learn Spanish overnight, I'll tell you that much. So um, I didn't fit in with them. I ended up fitting in with a bunch of multiracial kids just like me. So my junior high experience was being with um, another girl who was black and white who didn't fit in. And the African American group of her school. And then a girl who was, um, like, uh, I think she was, she wasn't Chinese. She was Laos, I believe. So she didn't fit in with the Chinese kids. (laughs) And then, um, who else did I hang out a lot in junior high? And then like a girl who was like multiracial, like Hawaiian and, Uh, White and I think like a dad, her dad was like mixed. So definitely with the multiracial kids. So this country is still very much segregated. I know, I mean, it's not like we don't, you know, say, oh, African-American people sit here. Oh, white people sit here. Oh, you know, Mexican-Americans sit here. It's not like that. We all have our civil rights that are treating us equal, but in so many ways, we are not equal. Um, A lot of times, people don't understand our culture. They don't understand our life experiences. So I think when something like this happens, you really see people for who they are. Not saying that all people who don't support black lives matter are racist, not saying that all people who don't support this fully understand, because I feel like in some ways they don't because they don't have similar life experiences. They will never know what it's like to get pulled over. Um, have your car illegally searched, which unfortunately, um, I know what that feels like because I experienced it. Um, They will never know what it's like to basically um, fear the police. And I mean, I wasn't very fearful of the police, but I knew growing up I didn't like them. And (sighs) that really sucks because you have to think, I know my dad didn't like them because they numerous times, um, accused him of shit that he didn't do. Um, he was being racially profiled because he's Mexican. There were times that I remember him getting pulled over, being accused of being drunk when he wasn't. Um, so there's been incidents that I have seen where I know, um, it happens. So, um, when something like this happens, and I'm not saying that, um, I mean, <laughs> this to me was probably the worst of the worst, but I'll be honest with you. I think if they weren't recording, it would have been just another day at work. Those police officers would not have been held accountable and nothing would have <clears throat> Even probably got investigated of this. And that's horrible to think. Absolutely horrible. Because we have to address the fact that police risk their lives every day to go to work. But that does not give them the right to kill us. (laughs) It just doesn't. Um, Do I think all police are bad? No, I don't. Actually, I really like the police now that I'm out of Oakland and you also have to remember I grew up in the time where the Oakland riders were fucking planning drugs on people so <laughs> the system is crooked <clears throat> not all police departments are as crooked as they used to be but there is some something going on where they really need to You know, I don't know, people want to defund the police, you know, I personally don't know if defunding is the best answer, but they definitely need to remodel that whole system. They need to do a complete fucking makeover. They should have whatever community they are serving. If they were serving a predominantly black community, that police force should be a mirror version of that community that they are serving. They need to freaking recruit within the community that they are serving. That's number one. The police need way more education. That's number two. And way more training. And they need to address their fucking fears. If you are white and you are scared of a black man because you think he might hurt you, then you probably should not be a police officer. <laughs> I mean, they shoot to kill. They don't shoot to, like, take you out at the ankles. They shoot to kill you. Um. So my experience with police has been very different than I would say most people in the neighborhood that I'm now living in. Um and then I have a lot of friends whose husbands are police officers and I think they are wonderful people but I still feel like something needs to be addressed about it. So, um that's basically what's been going on with this whole fucking thing. Um I do support the protesting to a certain degree. Not when it turns into fucking looting and not when it turns into like rioting and all that. And I think it's like a really, really fine line. So I would say that I am more like the small group one I've attended to. I've spoke on one and um, I try to keep it where, you know, I will do my part by voting I will do my part by researching and I will do my part by basically bringing awareness to myself and what I feel is right. Um, so, you know, <clears throat> I think that, um, definitely people should learn others' histories, um, especially something like this, like, um, you know, racism is still alive in this country and you see it from all nationalities. I mean, there's a huge problem with the black and brown community right now. Um, there's a lot of racism where not all Mexicans support black lives matter and a lot of, um, racism between those two cultures. And that has been known for a very long time. Um, there's still racism, you know, just in this country as a whole. Do I think it's ever going to go away? No, I don't. But I think when you are dealing with something like the police and racism, it needs to be addressed and it needs to be fixed. Um, <clears throat> I have a lot of black friends who I feel very close to that Um, their outrage makes me feel very like, wow, that must be horrible. Um I don't know what it's like to be black. I've never been black. Um, <laughs> you know, I've always been a little white Mexican Italian girl. So I can only speak from what I've experienced. Most of it has been seeing what my father's experienced with racism here in this country. Um and it sucks, it really sucks Um, my dad's had guns pulled out on him Um, you know, he got accused of kidnapping my sister (laughs) who's got blonde hair and blue eyes but, you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous so, um, I definitely say that um, we should, you know, continue to try to support each other even if that doesn't mean you feel 100% about certain issues, you need to look at the whole uh, it as a whole. What is right? What is safe? What will improve the police department and what will improve black lives in this country? And that's just my opinion. Um... You know, you just can't tone it out and say, oh, well, there's more black on black crime. There's more blah, blah, There's more this. There's more that. We understand that, but we need to address some major fucking issues. And that's just my opinion. Um, overall, I've been, you know, trying to you know, stay positive. I just feel like twenty twenty has been a fucked up year. Um <laughs> it's like COVID nineteen, fucking racial injustices. It's just a fucking snowball effect of shit. I'm just hoping this year will kinda ease up, try and get more um devoted to um having a positive attitude. I feel like I've been extremely fucking grouchy. <laughs> um, trying, you know, I don't know if it's just because we're still sheltering in place. Um, the gyms are going to open up. I don't know if I'm going to rush off back to the gym. Um, I have definitely mixed feelings about that. There's still a fucking PPE shortage. Um, It's just fucking nonstop. I mean, the PPE shortage just fucking, oh, it just annoys the shit out of me because I feel like they're hoarding them. Um, But, you know, if you guys want me to wear a 95 all day, I could probably possibly do that unless I think it's soiled. Then I will ask for a new one. Um, As a nurse, we have to definitely protect ourselves, especially when we're with the COVID positive patients. But I'm not wearing a 95 all week. I'll wear a construction grade one before I wear a 95 all week. And that's just my personal opinion. Um, You know, there's some nurses who don't want to start a fight with management. And I get that. If you don't want to, that's fine. Um, Me personally, I won't start a fight. But I will definitely give them my opinion. and, And, you know, tell them why I have my own. And I'll wear my own if I have to. But luckily, we haven't got to that point. There is a lot of re-sterilization of the mask. Um, so one of the local hospitals out here was doing it. And then um, they decided to stop because there was too much conflicting uh, evidence. I heard of a whole bunch of nurses were getting sick in the um in the east coast um i don't know if it's from the chemicals they use to sterilize the mask if the mask lose filtration after they sterilize it i mean i don't know what's going to happen after 5 years of wearing that thing personally i would just rather wear like a old an old n95 that's been in my car for like 2 weeks in the heat then where when with some kind of weird chemicals? I don't know what those chemicals are going to do to me. I don't know, are they going to be uh, cancerous, like, in five years? Who fucking knows? I mean, you're asking us to breathe in shit for 12 hours, and then also people have been breaking out. So um, I definitely don't promote the re-sterilization of masks. And when the manufacturer is saying we don't support it, why the fuck should hospitals be doing that shit so that's just fucking annoying but you know what um nursing is a a, a fucking it's a it's a <laughs> it's a tough job i mean we put our lives at risk too and yet we're not killing people <laughs> so that's definitely a thought um you know we've restrained some crazy people, Um, definitely we've restrained violent people, and definitely we have um, restrained people who've wanted to kick our ass, there's been nurses who've been assaulted, and somehow we don't even have any weapons, if you think about it, I mean we have medication, but most of the time we can't even give them the medication until they're somewhat still. I mean, you can't give somebody an IM injection when they're freaking trying to kick your ass. Let's be honest. I mean, they have to be restrained. And we don't have any weapons. We don't have any batons. We don't have any mace. Um, Yes, most of the people don't have weapons either. Um, But... There have been incidents where people do, where with that case, I would not restrain anybody. I would just fucking get out of the way. So, um, for the most part, um, it's, you know, it's, it's, it sucks because nurses do risk their life every day at work, especially if they're in the emergency room or, uh, like in a psych facility. So I would say that, um, you know, Maybe we need some more training, too. And maybe the police officers can start to get um, medications or something. I don't know. I don't know. But I just wanted to come on here and tell you guys, you know, thanks for listening. I know this podcast really didn't have too much direction, too much uh, of a topic, except for fucking COVID is still fucking here, that little fucking bitch. And police brutality needs to be addressed and, um, not saying all cops are bad, you know, not saying that, um, not saying I don't support the police, but we definitely need to figure out what we're going to do with this. Um, and as voters, how are you going to vote? You have to look at your local, um, your local officials, what they're proposing because, um, we definitely need to see change. I definitely support the protesting. I think the protesting has brought a lot of change. I don't think, um, the four police officers would have been charged if they weren't being videotaped and it would have just been another day on the streets, but that's just my opinion. Um, it was a horrible video to watch. I feel like if you are a sensitive person, you probably should not watch it. Um, it I mean, I watched it and it was just—it oh, was just horrible. Because as a medical professional, you're just thinking, "You guys need to check him. Like, what are you doing? He looks like he's dying." And I definitely think he died on scene. I don't think he died. Um, George Floyd died on scene. I don't think he died. Um, in the back of the ambulance or at the hospital. Um, So just a, you know, just a very, very sad situation. Um, but there's so much that's happened besides just George Floyd that you kind of knew something like this was going to happen. And then for the fact, I don't like to talk about too much politics on here, but for the fact that you have a fucking president who only spews hate, um, being democratic, Republican, whatever, you know, um, I don't want to make this a political showdown, but at one point he never seemed compassionate to the fact that a family lost their loved one where it was by the police and um, it was seen all across the nation, Like he could have been a little bit more compassionate. And for the people who are out there upset that George Floyd's family had a funeral (laughs) when they were supposed to be sheltering in place because for whatever reason, your family's loved one's funeral was um, canceled or limited, um, the seniors didn't have their graduation because of COVID for whatever reason um, and you feel it was very unfair that he had his family had a funeral I just want to say his family also watched their loved one being murdered on TV by a police officer so in some ways <laughs> You have to understand that though it may not seem right, it may not seem fair it was just something that had to be done Um, and my son didn't graduate Uh, he hasn't walked the stage am I upset about it? Yeah but my son's still alive and my son wasn't murdered and um, by police and I mean, that was a horrible, horrible video to watch. And I just think that we need to be a little bit more empathetic instead of, you know, going into what's fair and what's not fair. Because obviously what happened to his family and what happened to George Floyd was extremely not fair. Um, Even if he was cashing are using counterfeit money. It still does not excuse what happened to him. Um, and just, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what to say about some of the things that I read are just so fucking to me. It's just very, I don't know. I don't even want to get into it, but I will say that, um, yeah, everybody, hopefully, uh, we can get some justice with this. Uh, hopefully it will turn into something positive, uh, redesign some policies, get nationwide, uh, police training, uh, nationwide procedures implicated. Um, and in all honesty, help, help protect the police officers too, because could you imagine all of a sudden, you know, you're doing your job and then the next thing you know, you make a mistake. And I mean, not saying what they did was just a mistake, but just saying, you know, you, accidentally get fearful or whatever and you shoot and next thing you know somebody's dead and there goes the rest of your life. So um, definitely more training with the police officers. Alright guys, thank you. I'm hoping my next podcast is going to be more spiritual. I'm probably going to do something on meditation. Um, I haven't meditated (laughs) I need to um but I did buy some crystals the other day because um tiger eye and some other one and some spiritual candles because I have just been not anxious but like I said feeling very irritated and grouchy so I've been trying to relieve some of that fucking negative energy so maybe next week's podcast will be more on a spiritual cleansing note <laughs> And I'll try to do it within the next week. And I just want to thank you guys so much for listening. Everybody have a great day.